All right, welcome to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and I'm on site once again. On this episode, I have Zero Cool Zero. How you doing? I'm fantastic, man. Thank you for having me, Mr. Fourth Row. Appreciate you, baby. All right. So first question out of the shoot. How did you get introduced into the wacky world of professional wrestling? Did you watch it as a youngster or what? Yeah, man. Actually, so I was a WCW kid growing up. I watched a lot of WCW. Sting was my dude. I loved Conan. Uh, Disco Inferno was interesting. Um, I'll, I'll leave that at that. But uh, as far as like what really got me hooked on pro wrestling, uh, when I was a kid, my grandma, uh, she passed away uh, by now. But when I was a kid, uh, my dad took me to this wrestling show. It was a WWF wrestling show. And I had never seen WWF live before. Like I just said, I was a WCW kid. And uh, my grandma paid for the whole thing, man. <clears throat> and I didn't know it at the time, but I got this little foam belt. And uh, it was the smoking skull belt. It said WWF on it. And I, I was hooked, bro. I just, I, I knew I had to be a part of it. Okay, so uh, Monday Night Wars era, era, WWF time. Oh, yeah. Attitude era. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So Disco Inferno was one of your favorites. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that's weird to say, but. No, it's fine. He, he's really good at what he does. It's all about being entertained, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. So then uh, what um, precipitated you to do this as a career? So. I'm, I, I hated my job. <laughs> I, I was working in, at a sheet metal company called Kiosk Information Systems. And uh, I just got tired of going to work every day and doing the regular 9 to 5 thing. It was soul draining. And for me, it wasn't 9 to 5. It was 5 a.m. to 3.30 every afternoon. And it's just like... I, I, I can't sacrifice that much of my life and get no enjoyment out of it. Everybody told me, oh, well, what are you going to do? You ain't going to do anything. You ain't going to do anything. I was like, okay, cool. So I picked up my phone and I started going through the web, found a bunch of different wrestling schools in Denver, found the highest rated one, Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy, uh, sent an email to Matt Yaden. They were in the middle of transitioning from one location to another. Uh, about a week later, Matt got back in touch with me. I came and did my tryout and I've been hooked ever since. Okay. Um, so then, so this was like when they were transitioning from like Grudge to where they are now, or no, 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 no. So it was from Extreme Gym okay. to Grudge. To Grudge, center. okay. Yeah. So even so, even further back. Yes, sir. Okay. I've been uh, around for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when did you when did you start did you start uh, your training? So uh, I started my training. The I, I signed up. Uh, when I signed up, it was August 2015, uh, a week before Milestone Five. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a really stressful time to join a wrestling, uh, a wrestling school like a week before the biggest event of the year, and uh, it was it was a lot of cool man. I got to help, or it was a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I I was able to help out with a lot of the backstage stuff. I was able to help out with security. Um, I even got beat up as a security guard on the show. So it was it was a lot of fun, man. Oh, cool. I was gonna I was gonna ask that. I was gonna ask. Uh... Uh, you just joined right before, you know, Milestone being the biggest event uh, for Rocky Mountain Pro. If you got to do something, so there it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got I got beat up as a security guard. I was trying to save people, and all of a sudden, Stephen Ashburn was falling right on top of me. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, so then, uh, what was your what was your first match? What was that? What was that like? My first match was the most intense thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. And I've done a lot of cool stuff, man. Um, it was really, really nerve-wracking. 
uh, I, my very first match was against Mario Vander. Uh, I still have the YouTube clip. You could or you could see it. Uh, there's a link to it on my Facebook and my YouTube channel. Uh, zero underscore cool dash twenty. Um, it it was it, my very first match was at Rackhouse Brewery. I basically sold out the venue by myself. I had like fifty of my closest friends and family roll through, and uh, it was it was really special, man. Because usually we didn't tape anything at uh, at, at uh, sorry not not Rackhouse. It was Nighthawk. Okay. Nighthawk Brewery. Okay. But usually we didn't tape the events at Nighthawk, and all of a sudden, like for my first match. Matt was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're taping this for you." I was like, oh, "Oh god." So, it was it was really really stressful, man. Uh, like leading up to it, I was so nervous, I could like barely walk, and then as soon as my music hit, I was like, "Okay, here we go. Got to do it. Got to do the thing." And so I went and I had the most fun I have ever had in my entire life. It was uh it, it was 10 minutes, man. It was 10 minutes, but it felt like an eternity. And uh Mario Vanger and I have been beating each other up ever since. Okay. Well, and then you've also, if I'm not mistaken, you've been on the same side with them a few, one or two times too. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I am an original member of the Sugar Free Movement. Uh, it was myself, Dustin Yurick, and Mario Vanger. Um, Dustin Yurick and I would eventually break off of the Sugar Free Movement to become two cool dudes, one-time Rocky Mountain Pro Tag Team Champions. And uh, and that was great, um, and then we had a we had a blast, man. Two cool dudes was awesome. The sugar free movement, not so much. I got yelled at because Mario was like no sugar, and I was like, bro, I'm gonna eat this cookie. And Mario was like, no, no, you are not. <laughs> no cookie for you. <laughs> no cookies for you. And I was like, Mario, I'm gonna eat all the damn cookies, man, all of them. <laughs> so eventually, Mario kicked us out the sugar free movement, which I was angling for the whole time because. As, as a bigger brother, I need my sugar. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. But, no, it was a lot of fun, man. Uh, I learned a lot from Mario. Mario's helped me grow as a wrestler and as a person. And, uh, like, it, it, it's been a really good experience. Working with Dustin was a good experience for a while, too. But, yeah, no. <laughs> well, a lot of times wrestling and in life things are... Um come around and so now what do you think there's a sugar-free movement again and Dustin's hooked up back with him again and what do you what's what's it what's it look what's it look like from your perspective outside looking in well your thoughts I mean if I'm if listen it's my job as an extracurricular liaison to sugarcoat things for people make it sound better than it really is I'm not going to do any of that here Dustin Yurick decided he didn't want to be part of Two Cool Dudes anymore. Turned his back on me. Turned his back on Stevie. That's okay. He went back to where he felt comfortable. And that's okay, too. You want to be a douche and you want to work with Mario Vanger? That's on you. You want to be a douche and you want to beat up people and not have fun and not have a good time? That's on you. But just remember, the only time Dustin Yurick has ever held Rocky Mountain Pro Gold was when he was teaming with me. Mm. Yeah, well, there you go. All right. And so now you're uh, kind of, you know, working with uh, Marlon Bishop a little bit. Uh, <laughs> two, two new cool dudes. Yeah. How's, how's that working with Marlon? Listen, man, Marlon, Marlon Bishop is fantastic. He's, a, he's one of the greatest physical specimen I've ever laid eyes on. Ex-NFL player. Yeah. 
just great overall human being. He and I are loosely associated. New cool dudes. That is my dude, him and Stevie. But Marlon, Marlon's doing his own thing, man. And I, I love helping people out. That's that's my thing. But Marlon doesn't necessarily need my help. He's got all the tools. He just needed somebody to show him what was up. Yeah. I filled that role for him for a while. He's still my friend. If he needs my help, he knows how to get a hold of me, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like a little bit of a mentor to him? A little bit. A little bit. You know, like I I feel like I had a hand in helping him get his wrestling wings. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. But, you know, at the same time, being a mentor, sometimes you don't you, you don't look at things the same way as you do as a regular competitor. Like, example, Marlon Bishop's first match. I tagged him in. He started rocking and rolling. He got everything ready to go. I wanted a piece of that pie. So I was like, tag me back in, tag me back in. And then he tagged me back in and we argued for a second. And I, I should have just let him handle it. He had everything under control and me being selfish kind of led to him losing his first match and I got to live with that. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we don't, we don't uh, just confine ourselves just to one promotion, but newly crowned devotion champion. Yeah, uh, man. What do you think of that? I think that's great. I think that it's well-deserved. Uh, Marlon is one of the most hardest-working people I've ever met in my entire life. I have nothing but great things to say about that guy. Uh, he's super entertaining. He's very, very polite. He's very, very helpful. And success is going to follow him wherever he goes. All right. So, um, so far, what have been some of the moments in your wrestling career that you go, God, I can't believe I got to do that? Uh... Winning the tag team championships with Dustin with two cool dudes is probably one of the highlights of my wrestling career. It's one of my favorite things that I've ever seen that I've done, and it's uh, it it was really really unlikely. You know what I mean? Like we were we were the underdog team for sure. Everybody we were in the ring with was much more athletic and much more in shape than we were, and still somehow we were able to pull it off. It didn't give you a second a second thought. Yeah, it's it, it's just one of those things, man. And you know, like, I I'm, I'm I'm very very happy with that. But if if I had to pick one standout moment in my career, I'd have to say it was the Sugar Street Fight with me, Marlon, and Stevie versus Dustin and Mario. That was great. Um, punching Mario Vander in the face with a fistful of ring pops was just fantastic <laughs> i think i remember that oh yeah i felt like thanos you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah. come here mario <laughs> eat sugar snap <laughs> <laughs> oh cool um so here's an interesting question um when i had uh, christopher chavez senior yes, r.i.p uh the uh, founder of Colorado springs wrestling uh, talk to him about one interesting thing. You've worked in uh, CSW a couple of times, too. Now, you, you're you a face normally here up in Denver and Rocky Mountain Pro, mm-hmm. but you were a heel down in Colorado Springs. Yeah, I'm an asshole uh, in the Springs. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> kind of funny how the, the, the thing, uh, thing kind of just reversed, uh, just going, uh, you know, you know, like uh, 60, 70 miles away. Oh, yeah. What, what are your thoughts about that? What do, you, do you like working both the, uh, face and the heel and, and doing in different promotions? And is it easy to, to remember? And Well, it's, it's easy to rationalize because uh, a, lot like, a lot like filming a movie, uh, what you see in the ring 
is a product of my imagination plus what they need from me. Right. So it's just the character, uh, which is fantastic. But the, the thing about me is Zero Cool and Tony Martin are the same person. Just Zero Cool is exaggerated to 100. Right. You know? um, so the, the cool part about being able to portray a face and a heel, so like at Rocky Mountain Pro, like you said, I'm a face, I'm a good dude. I look out for people. It's what I do. But in CSW, I'm a crazy bastard, and I beat people up with baseball bats. And it's a fun time. People love it, and people love to hate me, and I couldn't care less. I'm just happy they enjoy the show. <laughs> what was it like working down there at CSW and the faction, the law? Um, so... It was a big faction. Yeah, it was huge. Uh, it was a revolving door for a while, yeah. because... Uh, uh, the, Listen, it, it's not as bad as it once was, according to everybody I listened to, but, like, for a while, there was a lot of politics in Colorado wrestling, and everybody was trying to book their shows on the same day. And, and, and still kind of are. Yeah. I mean, I hate, I mean I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there, but... I mean, you're not... But everybody's gotten better about it. Like, for the most part, we try to stay away from everybody's stuff. Like, yeah. if you'll notice, Triple L, Primos, RMP, CSW, we don't ever run on the same days. Yeah. Um... And sometimes there's there's times when a certain venue isn't available at certain dates and it just it, things just happen. I mean, I totally understand that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like it's uh, it, it's wonderful that we have so many opportunities out here yeah. to showcase our talents. And uh, I think that it's fantastic that we have so many different venues that we can and so many different fans that we can reach out to. Um, at the same time, I think personally. I think it would be better if we kind of just structured and we all kind of ran off of one schedule. And what I mean by that is, like, for example, Rocky Mountain Pro, we've known all of the shows we were doing for RMP since November of last year. Right, for, for the Come, upcoming year. For the entire year. Yep. Uh, you don't see that with anywhere else, really. Right. Um, everybody else runs once or twice a month. Maybe. Max. Yeah. We run easily seven shows a month. Yeah, easy. Sometimes, yeah. So, I mean, obviously scheduling conflicts are going to happen because right. we run so much, are often and they're trying to isolate just one day. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, and, and I'm not talking negatively about anybody. I'm just, oh, no, no. just stating facts. Yes, I totally understand. But uh, in, in my personal opinion, just like if we all, like, if everybody saw the RMP schedule and y'all knew that you wanted RMP talent on your show, then wouldn't it make sense to you to schedule your show on a day where Rocky Mountain Pro isn't running a show? Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's where I'm at with it. Um, but getting back to your original question and not dissecting all of this <laughs> minutia, um, <laughs> uh, working with the law was a lot of fun, man. I, uh, I got to work with Jason Knoll, uh -huh. um, and that's great. I got a lot of love and respect for that dude. Uh, Games Master is the one who kind of pulled me to the side and told me he wanted me in the law. And uh, Games Master is an interesting dude, too. He's pretty cool. Um, the law just kind of exploded, man. Like, originally, it was only supposed to be four guys. And then like it was like we were the NWO or something. Like, every week we had new <laughs> members. And all of a sudden, oh, wow, we're just going to... We're just going to jigsaw this together. That guy's here, and that guy's here, and he was in the lot two weeks ago, and he was in the lot a month ago, so we're just going to super glue this together. And, you know, it's going to look like an ugly Lego sculpture. But uh, now, uh, since CSW is primarily running on Fridays, uh, right now I am the only member, or myself and Lipto 
are tagging as the law down there. We're going to change the name uh, because, just because. Yeah. I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 as a fan, it was tough to, I, I totally agree, it was kind of tough to keep track because, you know, it was, you know, both the off, both of the police officers originally, and yeah. that made sense. And then, you know, like you said, the revolving door was, yeah, it's tough. Well, and so, like, my character down in CSW is Zero Cool, the uh, mentally unstable monster. And uh, that that all... That yeah. crushing your skull, you know. <laughs> well, so, so that all started because uh, uh, I was in a match with a dude. I'm not going to tell you his name because I'm not going to... Uh, but what ended up happening was dude lied to me about how much experience he had. He was... Oh, I think I know who you were talking about. He's not very good. Um, dangerous, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very, very dangerous. He, he was dangerous. He, he almost killed me like three times and in the match. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, I had an RMP ref who was ref in that match, and he he just said, call it, go home. And, uh, yeah, I remember that. Like, dude tried to talk me into, oh, I'm going to hit you with a tombstone. And I was like, no, okay, yep. you are not. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm 99% sure I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the, so that my whole mentally unstable monster thing is Zero Cool is the same character at both places. But down there, I got hit in the head with a steel chair one time too many, so I'm kind of batshit crazy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. People just, it's important to be honest and represent yourself correctly in any form of business, regardless of what you're doing, but especially right. in wrestling, because if you tell somebody you have X amount of experience and you, like, Oh, I've I've been doing this for nine years, and you wrestle like you've been doing this for two months. There's a problem. Yeah. Like, no disrespect to the people who do backyard wrestling. I mean, obviously that's a pastime or whatever. But there's a difference between backyard wrestling and professional wrestling. And if you're going to be a professional, put in the time to train yourself so that you don't fuck hurting anybody else so that you just don't hurt yourself sorry i i, I apologize oh. for cussing oh no no we are we are it's okay because we are um we are a explicit tag podcast not necessarily because of this show but because of other shows on the network so that's totally okay i'm okay with that Woo, son of a bitch, i feel so much better now i'm like man i'm, I'm running no. out of words <laughs> no it's it's professional wrestling it happens yeah. <laughs> but no it's uh so yeah, so yeah. that whole that that whole my character for the law doesn't fit either. Like you said, like originally it was a couple of police guys and a convict. Yeah. Now you're throwing a guy who's mentally unstable in there, but really has no connection to any form of law enforcement or detention. Yeah. Okay. Right. Is what it is, but you yeah. know, it it was a it was a fun stable, and we've done a lot of fun stuff. But I'm looking forward to uh, writing the next chapter of my heelish persona's career <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun man I'm going to be tagging with Lipto we got a, a lot of good stuff coming up so cool alright so so far in your career who have you enjoyed uh, working with as an opponent and as a tag team partner and as an opponent for your tag team the opponent for the tag team is the easiest thing to answer because I absolutely love working with JK Bob okay absolutely can't put those guys over enough. They are fantastic human beings. Uh, Koyama and Casanova, fantastic guys. Great opponents. Love to beat the shit out of them. Love to have them beat the shit out of me. Um, as far as my favorite opponent, like in uh, singles goes, I would have to say Mario Vanger. Okay. And 
as far as a tag team partner, man, I mean, I've tagged with a lot of people. Primarily, most of my experience comes with Dustin Yurick, but mm -hmm. due to the nasty breakup that we had, like, I mean, it's Two Cool Dudes was the highlight of my life for a while. And Dustin decided to throw that all away. So he moved on, so I'm gonna move on too. So I'm gonna tell you, my favorite tag team partner is uh, Lipto. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of natural chemistry. Me and him get along, and uh, we beat the shit out of people. It's great. Well, two guys like to have a lot of fun. Lipto likes to have a lot of fun in the ring too. He, he jukes and jives and dances around as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, now, if you had in anywhere, any time, any promotion, anyhow, what would be like a dream opponent, either? Singly, uh, or as a tag team opponent, tagging you could tag with whoever. What I mean, what are your like, aspirations? What would you like to do? Uh, like dream match or like yeah. stuff that can actually happen still. Oh, whatever, both, uh, both if you wanna. So as a dream match, I, and and this will never happen because me and Dustin hate each other now. But as a dream match, I would really, really love to put together, uh, and and obviously. Uh, one of these guys just died and you'll put it together as soon as I say it but I wanted two cool dudes to wrestle too cool oh okay that would have been a lot of fun yeah maybe we could still get Scotty and Rikishi yeah if me and Dustin can ever piece it back or whatever hey if there's ever a show on April's Fool's Day there you go there you go but um but yeah uh, that would be a lot of fun as far as me personally I would love to wrestle Raven okay Raven is probably the most interesting character of all time in my personal opinion and a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was just an unapologetic asshole and he crucified the Sandman on television and I was like oh my god did he really just do that yeah so yeah that, that made me happy <laughs> plus I, I, I just as a finish in CSW I stole the Eva Flow DDT because I love Raven that much that's my dude yeah cool yeah alright so, what do you have coming up in the um, current uh, future? What do you got going on? Um, well, Rocky Mountain Pro every week for until we close the doors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I'll be working at CSW next month on June 14th. Um, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I might just show up and beat somebody up with a baseball bat. You never know. <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, me and Lipto, we're going to rename our tag team. We're going to do some cool stuff. That'll be a lot of fun. That won't be up here. That'll be down at CSW. As far as Rocky Mountain Pro goes, maybe I'm the extracurricular liaison. I'll be everywhere all the time. You know what I'm saying? You just need me, you call me. 1870-COOL. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Um, so uh, any aspirations of uh, working other promotions, maybe out of state, or just kind of keep it locally a little? Uh, well, I'm down to work pretty much wherever, man. Like right now, I'm just trying to get myself right. Like, I have a lot of things to do to improve, like, as a person and as a wrestler. So I'm trying to get myself to a better personal, like, to a better personal mind state before I start traveling out of state and doing all that. Like, I, I do eventually plan on doing that, but I have a lot of other steps I need to take before that. As far as any promotions in the state of Colorado, I am very, very open to wrestling anywhere. Uh, and, on, and and I'm not saying that I would turn down a booking out of state. I'm just saying right now that's not something I'm rushing to do. But I'll wrestle anywhere, man. Cool, cool. 
Grand Canyon, High Wire, yeah, whatever, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, well, so, uh, Zero Cool, I want to thank you for coming on the show. But before I let you go, people wanted to follow up with you, like, on social media. Where could they do that? So it's at Zero Cool, uh, and it's Zero, Z-E-R-O, underscore, cool, dash 20. That's for all my social media. Twitter, Facebook, um, I, I, Snapchat, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty easy to follow. That's that's easy. Yeah, bro. When you make it all uniform, it's easier for people to find, you know? Yeah. Like, you got all these other guys like, you can find me here on this, but you got to find me with this on this. Yeah. Like, very very important for branding. Yeah, exactly. You just want it all very very singular. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, and it's easier for me to remember too when I'm in Iran. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, once again, Zero, I appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, of course, uh, we'll check you out at all your shows and everywhere else. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Mr. Fourth Row. Once again, a big thank you to Zero Cool for coming on to the podcast this time around and letting all the listeners get to know a little bit more about him. So catch him at Rocky Mountain Pro, Colorado Springs Wrestling, and, you know, shows here and there as well. So let's go ahead and uh, do a review since the last time we recorded and released an episode. I know it's been about a a week and a half. Uh, That was just timing uh, for, like I said, we recorded on site so I like to try to get my uh, interviews done beforehand so I can promote the previous weekend and not have too many shows in the rewind and in the on tap sections. But let's go ahead and get into the rewind a little bit. And so the last time since we recorded, we had, of course, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Ignition and Charged on the 9th and 16th. Uh, 16th was actually the day that we were recording, so we were recording the day of the show. Uh, Rocky Mount Pro is continuing to get on with their storylines and continuing to fire on all cylinders. Now, I did talk about Colorado Springs Wrestling on May 10th. However, unfortunately, I was in my car was in the shop getting some just need to work on it and timed me out on getting down there in time for the show so unfortunately I nixed it and I apologize to all my CSW uh, friends and getting there but I will get to you guys really shortly so there's a little foreshadowing here and then on the 11th New Era Wrestling had their show they continue to uh, with all their great storylines I'm loving the uh, Dooley trailer and AJ Holiday show even though I still I'm wondering who green lighted that show and why it's uh, making to making it to uh, the event but anyways maybe we'll have to have Dooley and AJ on uh, to talk about that so yes I'm gonna call you guys out uh, to come on to this show that would be great and then, uh, so 16th, last weekend we was a kind of a dead weekend. Uh, we only had the Rocky Mountain Pro Ignition and Charge, but they set up a lot of stuff for this upcoming uh, weekend uh, for Ignition and uh, Charge. Uh, I believe they're having Supercharged actually technically uh, a week earlier because normally it's supposed to be... I believe the uh, last Thursday of the month and there's actually five Thursdays this month uh, so some of my favorites are coming in I believe are Chandler Hopkins and 
the magnificent uh, Malico are coming in. Love to see those guys. Those are a lot of guys, a lot of fun. Becoming some of my favorite out of town talents. Not that I love all of all the rest of you, but uh, they're just fun. And uh, of course, with me being able to interview Chandler Hopkins, that was kind of fun as well. So uh, we got, uh, like I said, the uh, supercharged coming up. It's going to be great. They set up a lot of great matches. If you guys haven't watched uh, in person, or you, go, you can go and catch up on their uh, Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro, I believe. And then on Friday, we're going to have the Rocky Mountain Pro experience once again a week uh, earlier than um, normal, I guess, per se. Uh, the Rockhouse Pub member tickets are free, so all they are asking you is to in turn turn that uh, money that you would have spent on a ticket, uh, get some uh, refreshments, drinks, whatever at the uh, Rockhouse Pub, and you know wouldn't hurt you too if you could throw a couple dollars uh, and buy some merchandise from the wrestlers that would be greatly appreciated. And then on uh, Saturday, the 25th, Rocky Mountain Pro is having their show at Romero's K9 Club in Louisville. Uh, tick, I believe uh, doors open at 8, show is at 9, I believe. Uh, you can get all your tickets for Rocky Mountain Pro at rmpwrestling.com. And then on, with it being Memorial Day weekend, Colorado Springs uh, Wrestling is having a free show uh, down in, in, course, in Colorado Springs at, I believe it's called uh, Paul's Liquors. It's at Pikes Peak and Circle at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, festivities are starting and the first bell is at uh, 1.30. So it's free they're going to have a featured deal of the week as a 12-pack of uh, Stella, Stella Artos, I believe, uh, and Heineken for $14.99. So come and uh, support uh, Paul's Liquor and Colorado Springs on the 22nd. And, uh, of course, it's a Memorial Day weekend. But then let's also back up. Uh, also on Saturday, uh, Iron Hills Championship Wrestling is having proving grounds 101 101 at the Peak 31 Union Station 2419 North Union Boulevard in Colorado Springs. You can get tickets uh, via their website uh, coloradospringswrestling.com and uh, looks like the uh, it starts at 8 p.m. Uh, I believe doors probably start at uh, doors open at uh, 7 7:30 somewhere around there <clears throat> and uh, tickets are uh, $20 for front row $10 for general mission day of 25 and 15 respectively and they have some power hour um, specials on uh, select domestic drafts and bottles and micro brews and import drafts and bottles as well so go see Iron Hill Championship Wrestling if you are in the southern Colorado area that would be great. So, and then uh, also on Sunday, uh, Hugo's Lucha Libre and uh, is going to have their show. 
and that's at the Jefferson County uh, Fairgrounds. Uh, 5.30, I believe, is the door, uh, uh, and the uh, bell, I believe, is at 6 p.m. Forgive me, you know, sometimes Hugo's uh, posters are a little hard to read. Uh, lots of sponsors, but hey, that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's always a fun time, and it's definitely a uh, party. So if you want to get tickets, just hit up uh, Lucha Libre, or sorry, uh, Hugo's Lucha Libre, and uh, get uh, on with them. So uh, anyways, uh, that's, I think, all we have uh, coming up on tap for this upcoming weekend in the Wrestling with Altitude area. But before I go, let me give a huge shout out to the Trending Topics Network for hosting this show. And if you like the show, go ahead and subscribe or stay subscribed and you can catch other great shows on this feed such as the Spanish announce table, wrestling cheers, the Eurovision showcase and chill. Yep. That's the name of a show. It's called and chill and there's so much more. So hope you guys all enjoy that. And if you want to contact the show, you can either hit hit me up on uh, Facebook. We have Facebook, Twitter, wrestling out wrestle altitude on Twitter, but uh, wrestling with altitude on Facebook podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com and that's also the website so thank you all for listening and having fun wrestling with altitude